Brisbane's better when you're listening to Stab, Abby and Matt. Visit Brisbane City Council's website to find out how council is making Brisbane better too. Stab, Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, everybody. Here we are podcasting. Podcasting up a store. Yes, we are. Very interesting show today. Uh, again, you'll notice that um, Abby is not here. We mentioned that we may have come up with some sort of theory as to her actual reason for her absence, and that is revealed in today's podcast. Mm. The more you think about it, the more valid it seems. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. This is how, this is how I reckon detectives work when they're solving murders. Oh yeah. They just ponder it and they mm-hmm. go, mm. "My gut's right." Yeah. <laughs> Lots of detectives look really lazy. <laughs> they're just sitting around, but they're thinking. They're, they're thinking. thinking. I, I was yeah. thinking about it the other way. I was thinking like how easy it is for a conspiracy theory to get started. Oh, you know, absolutely, mm. absolutely. And because when you think about it, all conspiracies now how crazy they are, mm. they're plausible. Mm-hmm. Like they've only got to be one percent correct, mm. and you go, mm, oh, well, there's a chance. Yeah, I've never been to the moon. How would I uh, know? Yeah. Mm. yeah, I actually came across some. Um, Guys on TikTok who fully believe that space travel, mm. I don't know why it popped up in my feed, but they mm. think it's all completely fake. Mm. Then I went down a wormhole where they show videos of when astronauts have been doing interviews. Mm-hmm. And apparently every interview they ask, they go to the astronaut, do a flip. Mm. And so they do a flip. Mm. And then they do this whole thing where they show, they believe they show that the... Um, Astronauts are in a harness. Right. And they go, and then you can see here, he grabs oh, onto the two ropes it. that are on the side. Okay. And there was a female astronaut as well who um, was doing it and her hair, obviously, because no gravity, mm. she's got long hair and her hair was all up. Mm. And they believe that it's all like brushed up and hairsprayed. Okay. That they hairspray their hair up right. to make it look like that. Um, mm. But they're fully, they're, they're flat earthers. Oh, well, so you, you should live with that. <laughs> I saw one where there was a guy, uh, and I think he was live streaming it. He was live streaming his experiment that was going to prove that the earth was flat. And in so doing the experiment, he actually proved that no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? That curvature thing yeah, that they the do? Light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So did, did he change his No, of course not. View? No, oh, okay. Yeah. Probably just made a mistake in his experiment. Yeah, right. That's right. a weird one. I mean, because I... I I mean, what difference does it, would it really make to the world if it what, would it make a big difference apart from you need to know when to stop the yeah. fall off? But also, why why would they why do they lie why would they lie about it? Mm. Like what? I guess that's what they think. If they're lying about it, what is it that they're hiding? That's about? true. Yeah. If they're lying about that, then what else are they lying about? But I also feel like if they're lying about that, I don't really want to know why they're lying. No, that's there, true. There must be a there big. must be a bad reason. Yeah. I'm anxious enough without knowing the <laughs> yeah. truth. You know, yeah. the truth is out there. Yeah. It can stay there. Yeah, maybe we're actually on a ledge somewhere in the universe, and it's just much safer if we're flat rather than round. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The, the big government secrets. I don't want to know them. I must say, though, having worked for this company, because this is a massive multi-million-dollar corporation. Mm-hmm. And we very rarely can organise lunch, uh, so I, it really blows my mind that maybe the government could organise. You know, they can't get buses to run on time. How are they going to arrange the fact so that true. we're all being duped by Blizzard people? So I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. They can't stop their own friends and party members from sending out WhatsApp groups where they're bitching about each other. Mm, you know, see, like yeah. yeah, yeah, it is true. But like, if they're able to organise that, then. Good on them. Yeah. Ignorance Good is bliss. Them. Yeah. 
and I'm happy not knowing what that statement means. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, we will reveal uh, where we believe Abby is not getting surgery but doing something else. That's mm-hmm. coming up in the podcast. Here we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. All week. It's just the us boys. Two. Just the lads. <laughs> Abby is not here. Um, and we believe that maybe she's lied to us about this whole situation. That being said, we didn't up until yesterday. Good point. <laughs> we did trust until yesterday. Yes, we did. We're very trustworthy people. So she's having shoulder surgery, and it's from something that happened. I, I wasn't here for mm. when the original injury happened. Mm. I, it was before I even started working with you guys. So what what essentially happened? It was a very long time ago, uh, but you know what it's like here when you go to make a coffee or something, and you, you we're in here, and we can see how long the song's got to go, and occasionally you'll just be like, 30 seconds! We're back on at 30 seconds! And Correct. you do have to do a mad scramble. To get back to the studio in time. Mm. Now, we were at the old building, and I think we were, we just got a whole bunch of new tech in. So there was a lot of boxes and stuff that they didn't have space for. So the area was quite crowded. And she came flying around the corner, and she's hit one of those boxes and just stacked it. Laid it out flat, just stacked it. Mm. Um, didn't think too much of it. But then after a while, shoulder really hurt. And she had to um, make a, a claim to HR. And hilariously enough, the person who was our lead in HR was the person who'd left the boxes everywhere. So <laughs> he, he had to investigate his own self. Uh, <laughs> Sweep that under the rug. Uh, and then she's tried other stuff. This is giving credence to her argument. She's tried other stuff to fix it. She had, um, when they take some blood from one part of your body and put it into your shoulder to help the muscles thing. Um, thing. She had the burstitis injection because I thought that might help. But nothing's helped. So it's got to the point where this is what she needs now. So eight years on, she says to us, I need to take a week off before holidays so mm. she can also recover over our holidays, which is over Easter. We have two weeks off um, to have this intense shoulder surgery. Mm. We're like, sure, of course. Mm. We've got absolutely no problem with that. No. Um, until yesterday when one of our producers, Haley, walks in and her mum is a big listener to the show mm-hmm. um, and we appreciate that. Haley's mum. Morning. Hello. Hi. Uh, Good morning. Now, Sam, you turned our entire world upside down yesterday when you suggested something to Haley. What was that? That Abby is actually going into the jungle. Oh, that was meant to be louder than I thought. That was a lot. Say say that again, Sam. (laughs) Say that again. that she was going into the jungle. That she was going on to all the celebrities getting me out of here. Much better. <laughs> yeah, Much yeah, better. yeah. Um, and we laughed, right? We, I'll yeah. admit, Sam, we laughed. And, and we thought, no, because we've been involved in this journey for quite some time. Yeah. But then Maddie was sitting at home yesterday and you just, you went mm-hmm. down a rabbit hole, didn't you, Maddie? Yeah, I had a lot of time to myself yesterday, Sam. And yeah. I thought about it and there's a lot of things that have been happening mm. that I go, it's it doesn't really sound like she is having surgery today. Mm. Um, like, for instance, doing it the week before holidays, um, all the celebrities who are going in the jungle are going this week. Mm. And apparently the filming ends the last day of our holidays. Right. So. Well, there you go. What, what made you think of it, Sam? Well... I don't know, just, you know, why would you go and have surgery a week before your holiday? You know, mm. why not do it in the holiday? Mm. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a very good, she's got a very strong work ethic. That's a very good point. Yeah. 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 Mm. But yeah. the only thing that goes against it mm. is that, you know, most 
Mainly on these sort of shows, they have D-grade celebrities, and she's A-grade. Oh, Sam. That's she, true. You she, know? she wouldn't say that about herself, but that's that's nice of you. Yeah, not, yeah. A, not a mic, she wouldn't. <laughs> she, no, 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 she, she <laughs> legitimately <laughs> thinks she's not famous enough yeah. to even warrant a mention on those yeah. shows, which well, I think is wrong. But yeah. it's true. She's been offered uh, to go on SAS Australia. Yeah, she's done Almost a project uh, yeah. a few times. Yeah, she's done Have You Been Paying Attention mm. on the regular. She is known to the people. Sam, And we... it is season eight, so they're probably dead bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Sam, we did do some digging. Here's another thing you say out loud that sounds sus, and and it is something that she has mentioned uh, in the past. Um, Actually, let's hear her talking about the shoulder surgery, and I'll see if you can spot what I think is dodgy here. You are having a shoulder surgery, uh, like, two two weeks, two and a half weeks? Uh, Yeah, I think so. What? No, no, no. No, no, it's a month. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so this is one that I'm really nervous about, and I keep delaying it, Mm -hmm. and that's because I've had cold feet and I've changed the date a few times. Um, And What are you getting done exactly? mm, Some muscle reattached to the bone and the bone fixed. Okay. I felt I had a fall. You ever heard of that? Hey, I need uh, my appendix out, but I've been putting it off. (laughs) You know? Exactly. You don't really put off surgeries. You don't move, and surgeons usually don't let you. No. They're busy. So, they got golf to play. So, and you, you think about it. So, we think she's going on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Mm-hmm. And it is usually filmed first thing in the year. It's the first thing that goes on TV. Yep. So it's very late for it this year. So maybe it was meant to be earlier, mm-hmm. and they kept pushing it back. Mm-hmm. So she kept mm-hmm. pushing her surgery mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. when she's just off to the South African jungle. And then we took a look back because, you know, how they like to do it before they tell you who the celebrities are. They like to drop a few clues. Have a listen to this, Chestnut. A radio host who loves to kiss and tell will have plenty to say in the African jungle. She does love to say, I shouldn't be telling you this. <laughs> she has no filter whatsoever. No. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Radio host, yes. Mm-hmm. And then we did catch up with Dr. Chris and Julia and see, I, that, that wasn't that long. It was last week, I think. Mm. I didn't know where they were. Did you know where they were when they called us? I didn't know. Did you no. know? I didn't know. No. I, well, it, because we're not involved in the production. Abby knew. Oh, this is exciting. I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here is going to premiere Sunday the 2nd of April, so they're not in South Africa yet, but they will be. It's Dr. Chris Brown and Julia Morris. Hello, guys. How are you, baby girl? <laughs> good. I don't, see, I love trying to guess who's going to go in. I'm not even going to ask you about this this time because I know you guys are always tight-lipped. Of course you're not going to ask because it's you. you. Hello, baby girl. You know like we've who, just been chatting. You know who's in there. I'm, we, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and poke you because no. you might say me, mm-hmm. and then everyone will know. Mm-hmm. And they're not in South Africa yet, aren't they? What, aren't they? What? Because you're all meeting there mm-hmm. at the same day mm-hmm. today. Uh huh. Or yesterday, mate. Yeah. yeah. I did text her yesterday, and mm. it took a long time for her to reply. That's unusual. Mm. And it didn't even seem like it was her, the way she would speak. Oh. Because they 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 give their phones to someone, don't they? Yeah, they do. Mm. Oh. Wasn't she talking to you the other day about data roaming? She was. She was. How to get, yeah, overseas, how cheap it is just to upgrade your your roaming over Mm. there. Make sure your data roaming's on. Mm. I wasn't even involved in that conversation, but I was eavesdropping. (laughs) (laughs) And... Her boys are going to Adelaide for the mm-hmm. holidays with her with her mum for the whole holidays. Yes, 
Oh, this oh, is this, this is so, She has played us. <laughs> Do you know, the more we talk about this, the more we're like, hundred percent. Look, maybe maybe we're crazy. Maybe we're not. So thirteen ten sixty. All right, Christina and Karana Downs. Are we crazy, or is Abby going into the jungle? No, I think you're correct. I think she sounds dodgy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What, to not know what surgery you're having, I yeah. think I'm getting a muscle reattached. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that, no. If you're going into the doctors, you know exactly what's going to be poked and prodded. That's true, yeah. and especially the way when we come back from the doctors, she's headless at us for not asking any of questions course. and not knowing what's going on. Uh. Yeah, Dimitri. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Christine. Dimitri in Tenerife, you actually know Abby. I do. Right. And do you think she's going into the jungle? You got any inside information here? Well, normally when I call, like, message her in the group chat, she normally is very responsive between ads. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, oh, my God, like, um, I would have won, uh, like, Alpha Bucks or whatever. And, or, like, you know, if she's talking about something, and normally, and normally she responds, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But she just hasn't at all. Like, mm-hmm. so unlike her. Yeah. <laughs> The, so strange. The mm. other thing, Dimitri, is she did post on Instagram um, that she got her hair done. She was getting her hair all sorted for That's right. For well, the, the red. Yeah. 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 And I said to her, oh, my God, don't do it. Your hair will go, uh, it'll just leak everywhere. And mm. she'll go, ah, yeah, no. But she's like, oh. Uh, I won't tell you what she said, but okay. um, she goes, yeah, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> no. she, she got her hair done for the telly. She wanted to yeah. look. Who wants to look good for surgery? No one cares. You're wearing no. a cap anyway. It's true. Doctors have seen it all. No, yeah. she's, this is, that, this is just so she looks good in the promo shots mm-hmm. and when she's on TV. Yeah. Kelly and Carbo, what do you think? Is Abby going into the jungle or are we crazy? Nah, she's got in the jungle. Seriously, bursitis. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing. Eight years. Yeah. Well, wouldn't HR, wouldn't he know? He would have had to do the paperwork for her to go in because work would cover it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> she also could have put fake paperwork through. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's funny because uh, our boss, we said to him, do you know about Abby? And he didn't he said, know. It's nothing to do with me. I don't do that sort of paperwork. Yeah, so we don't even know who's doing it. And the guy who it was, Cal. It would have to be the, on a sick leave, wouldn't it? Yeah, because the guy that it was back in the day, he doesn't work for this company anymore either. So I don't know who's taken over the case. It would be hard to find. Jack in Fernie Hills, it's are we crazy? Nah, I don't think you're crazy. Mm. All right, Who gets but... the hair done before surgery? I know, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, depending it's on the good... surgery, I might shave an area, but I'm not getting that do. <laughs> I'd still shave that for the shoulder surgery anyway. <laughs> they take point. a peek. <laughs> we all know they do. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Australia's biggest social experiment is back. Married at first sight. Married at first sight. Uh, they said last night, Lyndall and Cam, it was the uh, the most brutal breakup in maths history. To put it plainly, stay in your lane and I'll stay in mine. I want to build a life I'm proud of and that life does not include you. Well said. Before you start, I just feel like no matter what you say today, it's only going to disappoint me again. I think I'm just done. Perfect. You can have that then. Yeah. Lindell, well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Would you say, though, that it was fair to go on your big tirade and then not give him any chance to say how he felt? 100%. Like, this guy had three months, man. Like, he had three months to say something nice about me. Mm-hmm. And he'd said several times over the last few weeks, 
oh, I don't see it happening. I don't want to change anything. Oh, but it's not a bad thing. Don't worry. I'm not throwing in the towel. And I was just like, bro, come on. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has a point that they reach, I think, but it was, it was, I mean, great, yeah. great, first off, great television, but, um, <laughs> I, I'm, I think I'm on, um, Lyndall's side on this one. If he's just done that the whole time. See, I, I'll be honest with you, Lyndall, I haven't seen a lot of the show, but, mm-hmm. but it did seem to me like you can't, you can't have an argument and get all your points across and then be like, no, I'm not going to listen to what you're going to say. I, I thought it was a bit unfair from what, from the clip that I saw. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I think if you saw maybe some of the other conversations that we'd had, mm. you'd see that that was his response every single time was to walk out immediately. Right. Okay. Um, and that was actually a massive reason why we weren't getting anywhere because we weren't resolving issues because every time I would try to bring them up, he would leave. Mm. So it's like one of those things where I got to a point where I know what you're going to say. He's going to say that he doesn't want to do this and that he's not interested. And mm. I'd been treated like... You know, I've just been disrespected several times in front of the group. Mm. So, yeah, I thought if there's one thing I'm allowed to do for myself, it's going to be this. Well, I mean, I might be a little bit biased because um, Lyndall did open for me in one of my uh, pub uh, gigs that I did many, many years ago for Stab's Suburban World <laughs> oh Tours God. of Songs. Uh, so, oh, that's what this is. You could have you could have murdered someone on the show last night, Lyndall, and because you've supported him in some way, he'd be like, "No, she's right. You were very good. I'll pay her bail for her. Oh, she can come live with me." <laughs> so, what you were touring? Yeah, oh my God. Touring your suburban songs around Brisbane. It was the world tour of the suburban songs, thank you very much. But right. yes, it was five pubs around Brisbane. Okay. Uh, we took a bit of creative license with the title and we had some uh, local acts open up for us. And um, you, We were a duet, weren't you? There was two of you, if I remember correctly. Yeah, me and my best friend, Audrey, who was actually at my maths wedding. So oh. we are still very good friends, um, go. still going strong. Right. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Why did you go on the show, Lindell? You would have seen it before and seen that... Um, it never ends well. <laughs> what Did you think that you were going to be the one person who did come out of it happy? Well, I mean, if you look like even this year, you've got Melinda and Leighton and Tani and Ollie, and they're, they're still going really strong. Mm. So, And I think I was ready for it, and I was like, you know, for the most part, everyone that applies is, is ready for some, well, hopefully ready for some kind of commitment. Mm. Um, and I think as well, like a massive part of it is that how could you say no to doing something like that? You know, even if you don't end up with a relationship, you're probably going to end up getting to know someone, going through something incredible and once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And and also I made the most amazing friends through it. So like, yeah. even though I didn't get the relationship, I got so much out of it and I'm really, really glad I did it. Well, it is um, a great show to watch. It takes over the whole country. And we've invented a game um, this year for the season that we'd like to play with you right now. And now it's time to play Maths or Murder. (laughs) (laughs) Right Now, the way it works is when you watch Married at First Sight, if you just had the music in the background, they they change the scene to make it sound like anything. So our producer, Ash, comes in. She's going to play um, scenes with no talking in it. We have to work out if it's a scene from Married at First Sight or a murder scene in a movie. You'd be surprised how hard this is, Lyndall. Oh, God, I'm going to be so bad at it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't get to hear the music when you're in it, so... Yes, of course. <laughs> All right, so All right. Ash is the one that came up with this, so she is going to bring her findings to the table. Yes, I am. So um, have a listen to this first one. You're going to see whether it's from maths or from a murder movie.
so dramatic. All right. What do you reckon, Lyndall? That's maths. That's got to be maths. Mm. I think I recognise the violin from maths. I'm going maths on this yeah. one too. Yeah. With the ting, yeah. ting, and then ting. The big build and the drop. Mm. Yeah, the drop. It's always the, the drop, drop, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hey? The ting, ting, ting is actually a wine glass. So that was from Maths. Um, the other night when Harrison was trying to chat with Bronte and none of the girls wanted to give him any space with her because he was just being a jerk. Jerk, jerk face. <laughs> jerk face. Mm, look at us go. Jerk. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, next one. Number two. Maths and they're about to have sex. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a murder movie. I almost recognise it from something, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look in murder. Okay. Uh-huh. What do you reckon, Linda? Yeah. I'm gonna go murder as well. It was like it was very eerie. Yeah. It was I very, don't know if very, Maths has gone quite that spooky. Yeah. yeah. Very Freddy Kruegerish. Yeah. Well, that one's actually from Hannibal. Oh! Um, oh. When he's reading the letter out to Clarice. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a bit like the vowels, you know? Ah, really? <laughs> Different style. <laughs> uh, number three. All right. The start, I was 100% maths, and then it threw me for a loop mm. halfway through. Like someone's being chased through the woods. There was a bird in there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it does take place in the woods. Yeah. All right, murder. Oh. I'll go murder. Murder. I'm... Oh, I'm going to go maths. I'm going to go maths. You're right. It was um, Alyssa and Duncan's final vow ceremony. Oh. So they were in the woods, and he was basically wanting to run away from her. So. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and there's just one more, Lindell, which I think you'll probably get. Lindell? Okay. <laughs> the ding at the end is like that ad break ding, man. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was just after you dropped that bomb on uh, Cam last night. So your final vow ceremony. Well done. Good on you. <laughs> hey, nice to chat. Thanks so much for coming on. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Lockdowns were a big, big thing over COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed very easy for our politicians to enact a lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, to, you know, save people and, you know, it was the best thing for people's health. Yes, hard on businesses. I can understand that. But I think I have something that I need our politicians to enforce on all of our country. Okay. It's probably an elbow thing. I'll have to chat to him about it. <laughs> and I don't think anyone will fight this. Mm. You'll be forced to do it. Um, you won't be able to leave the house without doing it. Mm. And I think you'll be happy to do it. And that is wear a name tag. Because so often Mm. in life, and especially when you've got children who go to school, Mm. they get new friends and they change each year, they change class, they meet new kids in their class. And then Mm. there's new parents that you have to um, deal with Mm. and you can't remember their names. 
And sometimes you have so many interactions with them mm. that you come to a point where you go, I need to know your name now and I can't re-ask your name. Uh. I could only ask you that the first maybe two, max three times that we spoke. Mm. And now I don't know your name. I need to try and figure out how to find your name. Mm. I have at points in my life had neighbors in my street where we got so friendly that I couldn't remember their names that I have snuck across in the middle of the night and read their mail to check what the names were (laughs) (laughs) on their mail. Well, I mean, a few issues there. And people don't redirect their mail, so that doesn't work anymore. That's true. (laughs) You you don't know. That is very true. You don't know. But if we couldn't get the entire population of Australia to agree to take a vaccine that possibly stopped them from getting sick. Do you think we wouldn't have any issues if we asked people to wear name tags? Bear in mind, a lot of those same people thought that the vaccine that they were getting made it easy for people to track you and know your name and personal information. I think that if you were able to wear whatever name you wanted, right, that would be fine. <laughs> but you have to just be aware that the day that you're wearing that name tag, that's your, what you accept to be called. So even if you see your mother and your mother knows that your name's Matthew, but you're wearing one that says Stacy, yes. she's allowed to call you Stacy oh, okay. and you're not allowed to question it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can get a bit, I can get, because then you have people that wouldn't want to go outside with yeah. their names open for everybody. So if you could Correct. wear a, a pseudonym, I think yeah. it'd be all right. What if we upgraded it to make it a bit more, you know, because it's 2023, Matthew, yeah. name tags are a little bit passe. Say it's an app, right? And this mm. way not everyone has to do it. So I'm going to say app. tattoo then. <laughs> I've got the app. You've got the app. We're both terrible at names. So when we come in contact with each other, ping, it's, you sound like you're getting a message and it's actually, this is Matthew Acton. That's good. You know? Mm. That's real good. Yeah. So w- when you're in the... Yes, you come into the orb, like a certain yes. vicinity of someone, mm-hmm. and then at the same time, mm. there's a photo of them. So mm. if there's a group of people standing around, yeah. it'll go boop, 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 with all these names, yeah. and you can see who everyone is and what they are. I oh. think, I think, I actually think that's one of those ones we should not have said out loud. Well, we've said it now, we've time stamped it. Ah, that's true. But we won't do anything about it until, and someone else will make it and make a fortune. That's correct. Yeah, but at that, least we'll know his name. That's right. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Queensland schools now banning prime energy drink. I think it's absolutely fair enough. I'm really relieved as a parent. Yeah, Gold Coast School has uh, banned what seems to be the most popular item in the world (laughs) at the moment. It's this prime energy drink, which has been brought out by Logan Paul and KSI, which are two YouTubers, right? Which is reason enough for me not to go anywhere near (laughs) it, to be fair, but good for them. Yeah. Well, uh, look, I think it's just the craze at the moment for children, Mm. and it's perfect marketing. It's If you want to make money, Mm. make a product for kids, because they will hound their parents Mm -hmm. to buy it. And I've been in this situation with Prime, mm. um, and my son Xander got into the hype, and um, I bought a bottle for him mm-hmm. for fifteen dollars. What's his normal recommended retail price? Was that expensive or was well, that well for a drink? It's expensive, That's I, true. I would say, yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, after I bought that, mm. and I mentioned it here on the show um, that week, same week it came out in Woolworths for four dollars fifty. Right. So, but that was selling them, but the, you know, there's little easy marts where they've got all yeah. the um, cereal, American stuff. And, yeah. yeah, they're cool. Yeah. So Xander had been talking about it a lot, my nine-year-old, and then I got a bottle and I thought I'll, you know, be a legend. But mm. I didn't realize what of a legend I would be. This is his reaction 
when I brought it home to him. Where'd you get this, Dad? Where'd you get this? You told me that they didn't have it. It feels real. What's so great about it? I, I don't know. I just, people say that it tastes good. Do you know how much that was? How much? $15. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised. There's like people like tackling each other for this stuff. I love the fact that he wanted it so badly, even though he had never even tasted it. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> like, if he had had a sipping, that's the best thing I've ever tasted. I will pay whatever they charge me for that because it's delicious. But yeah. he's like, I will pay whatever it charges me. And I don't even know what it's like. And you say it's not exactly delicious. It is horrendous. <laughs> Horrendous. There's all different flavors. One of them's called ice pop, and it tastes like medicine. Right. Like Mm. it's actually, it is disgusting. And we got to say, because I think the other one was banned, there is the the one in America that's got like five times the caffeine of a Red Bull or something, but that's not these ones, is it? No. This is their hydrating fluid that's mainly coconut water, from what I can tell. Well, not even coconut. It's like water. Mm. It's got about 10% coconut water. Right. And then it's just all flavoring. Mm. So it's it's got nothing in it, really. Mm. But it's so sickly sweet. But the kids are wild for it. We were crossing the crossing. So Xander told his mates that they had it at the Woolies at Oxley. We were crossing the crossing the other day to go and get a bag of carrots for dinner. (laughs) Don't spoil your kids, man. You just just hold your hand out flat and then... (laughs) Part of the dinner. All right, okay, sorry. Down comes the window of a car. It's one of his mates. You going to buy more Prime, Xander? (laughs) Like, they're just just mad on it. And I want to know on 13, 10, 60, has your life been consumed by this Prime drink as well? Because I will say, because you mentioned it to me, and, you know, um, Rory's around similar ages. He's a bit older, but, they're you know, it's similar. And you said, has she hit onto this yet? And I was like, no. And then maybe two days after, she was like, Prime, Dad! I was like, oh, for God's sakes, here we go. Because, yeah, yeah, I was kind of hoping... I was alone, so other people weren't living my pain. Xander now wants to take the bottles, right? Mm. He's, the ones that he's drunk, he's cleaned them out, and mm. they're all stacked up at the moment in the um, the dish dryer, you yeah. know, like beside the sink. Because yeah. now he wants to go and buy little string fairy lights and turn them into um, decorations. Like decorations. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, on the bright side there, at least you're getting your money's worth out of them. Exactly. You know? yeah. And apparently you can sell the bottles. To other kids for like 10 bucks, empty bottles, kids will buy empty, them. Empty, That's the word on the street, man. You know, the worst thing about this is, and it happened, every every kid's don't, you all do it growing up, right. I, you all had your crazes, but six months from now, they're not going to even remember this or care anything about it or maybe even feel a little bit embarrassed about how much mm. they got into that rabbit hole. I know. You know? But if you think about it, right, I, I always think this with kids stuff, I go, that's ridiculous, what a waste of money. Mm. But as we've spoken about on this show, there are people getting around with Frank Green water bottles they paid $90 for. That is true. And it is just a drink bottle. That is true. And they know it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. But now they've got their Frank Green water bottle. Do I need a $600 pair of RM boots or could I buy a $50 pair? No, I want the flash ones. the flash ones. You know. Yeah, true. Katie in Mango Hill, is Prime infecting your household? Oh my gosh, it is, yes. We need a support group almost, I feel like, Katie, where we can... That's what this is right now. The prime line. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you done to try and track it down? Oh, well, my son's 13 and, of course, is in the big prime hype. Yeah. So, me, I like you, Maddie, being the good parent that I am. Yeah. I pre-ordered it from a supplement supply shop in Melbourne. I paid $50 plus postage for four bottles. Wow. It's... Got sent to us straight away, and of course he had to like 
snap it for the gram and all the rest of it, and then drank it and then took the empty bottles to school and sold them for $20 an empty bottle. Wow. Far out. So you paid 50 bucks. He made he made $80. Yeah, I'm not even mad. Like, that's great entrepreneurship. Yeah. That's true. That's true. How good. And then has he gone and bought more since then or he just kept the cash? Yeah. When we saw the um, like saw them come out at Woolies, of course, we had to go in and buy the six per person limit. But he came out with like half a dozen of them. And now it just sits in the fridge and he doesn't even drink them. There's <laughs> a limit? Yeah. Wow. It was like toilet paper. It yeah. had a, remember the toilet paper yep. signs they had up during COVID? Yep. It was like that, but wow. with, with the prime bottles. They actually, the one near our house, they don't even bother stacking them on the shelves. They sell that quick. Mm. You walk in the front there and there's just, the, the boxes just dumped on top of each other like, wow. take it. Like a Costco. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Shana in East Brisbane, your daughter is mad for the prime. Hello. Yes. My 11-year-old was bugging the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got on the phone, I thought, I'm going to ring around first because I've heard that they're quite popular. <laughs> Five Woolworths later, mm. they were all out of stock. We, so we got, um, yeah, five later we got one and we went there, got, we got the lemon lime and the orange. Right. Yeah. We yeah. had the lemon lime, mm. I had the orange. It was disgusting. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> it was foul. It tastes, uh, it was so sweet. Yeah. Mm. Yep. As, Ma- as Maddie said, mm. it, oh. Is there also an issue here of, because I, I could be mistaking him, I know his brother as well, but isn't Logan Paul a bit of a controversial character? Like, are they, is he getting his claws into a younger generation early? He's, He's not. already already had them. They're on right. YouTube, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, like some videos, no. Some videos, yes. They've got a podcast, which is very adult. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, to be really honest with you, I would like to try the energy, not for my daughter, but mm. I would like to try the energy version, but I'm pretty sure. Is it their band? Uh, I believe so, because it's got five times too much caffeine for oh. our um, our <laughs> hospitality laws, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's something yeah. got like, like you have six cans of Red Bull in it. Holy moly, have they've, a heart attack. They've got, yeah, fizzed ones in America now, and then they've also got little packets that you can like. Oh, like premix, like Make yeah, your own like sort of deal. Mm. Yeah. Sam and Kalanga, your, do- uh, your daughter also wants them? Yeah, morning boys and ads. Um, <laughs> ba- basically, my daughter decided she really wanted one. I said no. She went to school, swapped something in her lunchbox for one, mm-hmm. and then hated it. Right. Ah, right. She goes, Mum, the red ones taste horrible. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to be about that, though, does it, Sam? It's like they, right. they taste it, they say it's horrible, they pour it down the sink and sell the empty bottle as a light bulb. You know? That's it. Yeah. She just told me then. She goes, yeah, people have been filling them up with water and putting, like, cordial and stuff in it, selling it to the two-year-olds, and the two-year-olds are like, I've got money for it. Wow. You know, I, like, I thought about it and, and was saying to Xander how ridiculous it is, but... I don't blink twice at a pub if they said $13 for a schooner of beer. No, that's true. Neither, to be fair. Yeah, Yeah, because of what they're doing to us with this prime stuff. (laughs) Uh, Caitlin in Springfield Lake's a bit of a different one. Your partner is collecting the primes. He is. And what's what's his end goal? Is he uh, reselling them or he's just loves them? No. So we, we, he's always followed the Sideman KSI and that since teenagehood. Right. Okay. Um, and so the drinks came out and he wanted to see what all the fuss was. Mm. But now it's him and all of his friends are actually trying to collect each flavor. Right. So they're conspiring together of like, 
my Woolies has this one or my Woolies has this one and they're all trying to get a full collection going. Wow. Like it's in his man cave. (laughs) He's got them all lined up, does he, on the shelf? Yeah, so right now he has three and he's got them all lined up and then like our kids and our friends kids' friends come home and they're like, oh, who's got the prize? <laughs> wow. So he's now getting cool dad points. Wow. <laughs> how much, I'll let, let you guys guess, how much do you think this drink has made so far worldwide? Oh. Million, <laughs> easily. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say like, so, so, oh, well, you got to think, blah, 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 blah. Uh, somewhere upwards of like 100 million? Okay, 100 million. What do you uh, want to put down as your number there, Caitlin? Oh, I reckon, oh. Uh, 20? 20? 20 million. 20 million. $250 million. Wow. Holy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Joke's on us, people. That's true. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. All right. This is going to sound strange, but it's just my routine. Uh, I run a very tight ship of a morning, right? So I'm going to run you through um, what, I, what my process is because it got hijacked this morning, right? So my alarm goes off at 3.30. I like to be out of the house no later, and no word of a lie, no later than 3.42. Anything later than that, my routine starts to get a little bit shifted, Mm -hmm. because I like to get into work and starting my morning uh, workout by Mm 3.58. Otherwise, everything else is just slightly late. Yeah. Can't explain it. Maybe it brings me comfort. Maybe it brings me some sort of scheduling happiness, but that's just the way I like it. And one, and that's very tight. So one little thing can really throw that right out, you yeah. know. Um, but I was driving to work this morning. I was bang on time, as yeah. as, as per usual. I was I was right on my window, you know. God, <laughs> you've got an exciting life, don't I? Oh, I don't know because I like to get what? to uh, I like to get Woo! to the Milton traffic lights by three forty eight. That means I'm in pretty good time to start the workout on time. Isn't it quite pleasurable as well mm. when you have a morning schedule like that? And sometimes, like, three out of five mornings, you'll see exactly the same person with you, like, in traffic. Mm. Do you get that sometimes? Yes, yes. You're like, there's yes. there's this complete yeah. stranger out there in Brisbane that you just happen to be on the same morning with. Yeah. I have a guy on one of the streets I walk down. Mm. He's always pulling out of his driveway as mm. I'm driving past. Uh. And I, I use him as a I'm on time guy. Right, yeah. And I sometimes wonder if he does the same with me. Probably. Yeah. Probably. And, so, you know, you get upset if they're not there one day. You, I actually start to worry. <laughs> yes. Has something happened to him? <laughs> is, he, is he sick? Yeah. If I don't see him for a week... Yeah. I, I hope he's on holidays. Yeah. I hope he's not in hospital. But then, see, if you if you go that one step further to find out anything, then he's moved from an extra into your life into an actual character. So, you know, there's this man. I give him a name. I give him a family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. give him everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's, that's true. That's true. And But this morning, so I'm bang on time. I'm right in my window. Uh, but then something occurred. And I've realized the person who holds the most amount of power in this world. And, like, I'm even talking, like, Superman can fly, Batman's got all his gadgets, Iron Man's got the machinery and all that sort of thing. Do you know the one person in the world who holds the most amount of power in their hands, and I don't even know that they do, it's a guy who has a reflective jacket on and a stop and go sign. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, without a doubt. Because mm. he's got the, the opportunity to pick you to stop yep. or pick the next car. That's true. Because if there's nothing worse... Mm than being the first car at that stop sign. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because, I mean, maybe they think you're attractive and they want to check you out. But otherwise, you're like, what, why not just let me go through and mm. stop the next person? Well, I was stopped down at, there's a, there's a roundabout on my way to work. It's a, it's a five-entry roundabout. Mm. And uh, I was coming up to it and he had to stop. 
right? And it's it's quarter to four, so there's not much traffic around at that time. Yeah. And I could see, so the first exit, if I was to go the first exit, they were definitely doing roadworks up there, right? Yeah. But the rest of it, they weren't. But yeah. I was stopped, and he was there, and I was looking, I was saying, well, there's nothing, I just need to go to the second thing. That seems to be where the issue is. I just need to go to the yeah. second thing, right? Five minutes I sat there. Now, I'll fully admit, if this was another member of this team, who may not may or may not be present at this time, <laughs> they would have definitely have driven up a little bit further, rolled the window down and gone, hey, mate, I'm just going up that way. Do you think I could just go? You yeah. Know? I'm not that kind of person. No. You know, I admit that about myself. Yeah. I would have sat there until sunlight. <laughs> he's got the power. He's got the sign. It's nothing to do with me. He knows what he's doing, right? <laughs> I waited there. And, of course, with what I've said earlier, looking at my clock going, this is... This May as well ridiculous. do a U-turn to go home. The I day's done. Very close, <laughs> very close. Or it's like maybe maybe I won't work out this morning. I'll have I'll I'll, I'll fill it in when I get home. I'll, I'll have to do a makeup, you know. And I I even okay. This is me being pretty staunchly like I need to go. I inched forward, like I thought that would give him the message. If he thinks I'm going to hit him, maybe he'll <laughs> maybe he'll let me through. And then after rev, did you rev your little Suzuki? <laughs> zing, zing. I would have beeped, but it just sounds so happy in that case. <laughs> Morning, yeah, mate. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, you're happy to stay? Good work. Good. Yeah, no, <laughs> Keep up the good work. Another 20. <laughs> Five minutes. Five minutes. And then eventually he came over to me and I rolled down the window and he goes, are you going up that way, mate? I said, no, I'm just going over that way. He goes, oh, so you can go. <laughs> Day ruined. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Many upper class people would be like, that isn't normal. Lessons you learn growing up poor. There's a uh, viral Reddit thread uh, going around at the moment of um, parents' rules they had growing up because they didn't have any money. Uh, Things they needed to do uh, in order to get by and just the little ways that they sometimes hid it from people that they were, um, they were put, for instance, one of the people on the the list is uh, he got the scholarship to the school that he went to. So he was never allowed to have people back to his house because everyone else lived in a mansion and they just had a normal right so he's like you can't have friends back over here we don't want anyone to know that you're not as rich yeah, as the rest of us okay mm. um that would be hard at school pick up too because that's always a uh sort of a show the car yeah yeah you know like mm. you, you see some of the um private schools and you see the year 12s drive out and their their cars are more expensive than the car that I drive. <laughs> yeah, I think someone's daddy's a surgeon. Around the corner uh, pick up for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, and maybe, you know, times are tough these days as well. You might have some uh, at the moment. But 13, 10, 60, I want to know your parents' rules when you were growing up poor. Uh, this one's a pretty obvious one, but air conditioning is only used when company comes over. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We never even had air conditioning growing up. No, I don't think we ever did either. No. And we're in central Queensland mm-hmm. where it's like 38 degrees on a nice summer day. Mm. It was ceiling fans, rickety ceiling fans just ripping. I think we had pedestal fans. I think at, oh, one, yeah. at one stage when we were doing okay, we had one of those ones where it wheels into the room and the hose goes out the window. They do nothing. They sound like a jet engine, which <laughs> takes your mind nothing. off the heat. Uh, <laughs> well, your pedestal fan was always fun. I am a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Spend hours in front of that as a kid. <laughs> hey, uh, mom. Exterminate. <laughs> Uh, when your mum is not eating dinner with you and your brother, it's not because she's not hungry. 
It's just because there's not enough food uh. for everyone to eat. Yeah, this one we've talked about in the past, but it does make sense. It's changed now. But if um, anything ever happened to your mum while you're out in public, do not call an ambulance. I will die in Big W. Don't do it. Was that a thing in Australia, though? Yeah. Or was that America? No, that was here, too. I still remember. I remember my friend having a, uh, getting hit by a car on his bike, and I sat with him until his mum came and picked him up. See, I always thought they were... I guess growing up in Queensland, though, mm. it was always included in your no, it wasn't. power bill, no, wasn't it? No, that was only a recent thing. When I was growing up in Queensland, it was... Too, yeah, and it, the, the, the rumour was it was uh, $200 a kilometre, was what we were told. Right. And it was always, you do not... You do not call it. Call I don't care ambulance. if you're bleeding. You wait until I get there, and then I'll get a speeding ticket. Then it balances out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wasted, obviously. Uh, you, it, what you get put on your plate, you eat yeah. because there's nothing else. Yeah. And there's no extra food in the fridge. Um, Sharing bath water was always a big thing as well. You know, you fill one bath, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to go. All the all the kids would go through that. Yeah. Be, be a nice. Brown by the time mm-hmm. the third and one tepid. got in. Tepid it yeah. was. It was tepid. Yeah. Um, this one I think a lot of people still do today. I know Abby's uh, been guilty of it. You're perpetually young. Going to a movie. You're 12! Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember that fear as a kid. Mum would say when you're going to get a haircut, mum mm. would be like, you're five. Mm. I'd be like, okay, I'm five. I'm well, five, mum. And well, then you'd sit down, and but the, the hairdresser would chat to you, mm. and they would always catch you out, and they must have known this. They'd say, what grade are you in? Mm. And you're, you're seven. Mm. You're not quick enough to think, no. I, I need to say prep. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> grade two. <laughs> and then your mum backhands you when you walk out. We always went to um, like the hairdressing academy. Or oh, the, the TAFE. De- or the de- yeah, 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 right. Or the dentist academy. Because yeah. 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 They, they, were, they were normally free or at least a lot less, yeah. a lot less expensive. Uh, you, never go on the, um, you never go on the field trip. You don't even, a lot of um, kids, because they know and they're trying to do the best for their parents, wouldn't even bring permission slips home to them because they knew they weren't going to be able to go and it would just make yeah. the, the parents depressed that they couldn't afford to go on the field trips. So. And, you know, price of uh, living is going up and up at the moment. So maybe you're doing this right now, Anita, in Deming Heights. What happened to you growing up? Without any cash. Good morning. Morning. Um, being the youngest of three, I used to get all the clothes hand-me-downs. Mm-hmm. But the worst part was uh, school shoes. If they didn't fit, they used to cut the toes out. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so what, your toes would be poking out at school? Yeah. And then I'd get to school, take the shoes off, and I'd just run around barefoot because yeah. I couldn't stand them. <laughs> oh, Anita. Wow. But, like, I, I have, I must admit, uh, when Xander's had like two weeks of school left for the year and his shoes have blown out, he's got a bit of black duct tape and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. do yep. a bit of tricky work. Yeah. Yeah. Got to do that too. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Anita, I, I feel for you, but feel for me, please, because um, I did get the hand-me-downs and I only had a bigger sister. Uh, so. Oh. <laughs> He loved it. Don't, I looked don't, fabulous. Don't, don't take that. I did that. look fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Anita. Samantha's there, 131060. What did you do growing up poor? Hey, guys. Um, so when we were younger, we had to pay for water. Mm-hmm. Um, so to save on that, mum and dad would just buy paper plates, and we would just use those so we didn't have to save on water. And I've followed that through with my life, and I still do that to this day. Do you really? Wow. Yeah, because we're on tank water now, so yep, that saving sense. that. Yeah. Not, not yeah. to mention, so much easier. Like, you know, oh. when you have a lot of people around, we, mm. we like to roll out the disposable plates just to make the clean-up even mm. quicker. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, that's, right. that's the thing. No one ever did the dishes in your house growing up. That's mm. amazing. 
Yeah, win-win. The other thing you can try, Samantha, and it's all fancy now. You know when people, um, they'll lay out a disposable tablecloth and then they'll just put a big, like, thing of nachos. They just dump it in the middle of the table. table, yeah. And it's meant to be fun. Yeah, I've never tried that. Mm. I don't know with the two kids. They're a bit young. I don't know. They'd probably still make a mess. Yeah, true. True. (laughs) true. Good on you. Carolyn in Ormiston, what did uh, you guys do to get by when you were poor growing up? Yeah, good morning, Matt and Stav. Morning. Um, morning. My, we were never able to have dessert. Dessert was not a thing growing up. Mm. So mum used to uh, not let us touch the grapes in the fridge and then come to uh, come to the dinner table with the grapes and then cut us a portion of 10 grapes each and that was it and we're wow. out of bounds after that. Wow. Yeah. You, you don't realise, yeah. like, at the time, isn't it funny, because you, you kind of get, as a kid, you'd get angry at your parents for it. It's not until you get older that you you realise how hard that would have been mm. for your mum as well. Yeah, that's it. That's a really good point, Matt. That's right. Because mm. you do. Our kids just can help themselves to anything these days, and we we all take it for granted, parents and kids. Yeah, yeah. that's true. A hundred percent. Good on you, Carolyn. Thanks for calling. 131060 is the number. Angela and Mango Hill. Uh, growing up poor, what did you? What, what hacks did your parents have? Um, my dad packed me a red apple and Vegemite sandwich for six years. Mm-hmm. The same um, lunch. Mm. Yeah, I still, I to this day, I won't eat Vegemite sandwiches or red apples. Oh really? You don't can't have that stuff. effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can also go the other way. Like there are foods that we used to eat that are extremely easy, simple. You know, two ingredient stuff that, that you would never cook now, but it, it takes you back to mm. that time. You know. Mm. Yeah. But not the Vegemite sandwich. No. Right. Absolutely not. <laughs> chicken tonight. Yeah. I reckon we had chicken tonight at least twice a week mm-hmm. in my house. Ham steaks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and pasta bake was also a big mm-hmm. thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, we would just roll that out. So we're lucky that we're Scottish and our main cuisine is mince and potatoes. Uh, so that's actually, we, we all love that and we, we would have it anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, hey, Rowan. How you going, guys? Good, Good, mate. What's going on with you? How did you guys handle growing up with no money? Well, we had to manually lift the roller doors on the garage when mum came up to park the car. So, you know, even if it was flogging down rain, mm-hmm. one of us would have to jump out and quickly run and pull the roller door up and scoot inside. Yep. And then... A couple of years after we moved out, she went and put all electric roller yeah, doors in. That's the way it goes, isn't it? Well, she's <laughs> lost a lot of uh, lost a lot of debits when you guys go, yeah. so they got a bit of cash now. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, it's ten years since I moved out, and I still give her a hard time about it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. I would have thought that celebrities, actors, maybe would maybe watch another actor because they're in the same profession, in the same lifestyle, in the same world, that we don't understand what it's like to be them. But they would watch one make a mistake and then they would go, oh, you know what? I'm not going to make that mistake because that was a absolute nightmare and I won't do that to myself. And Gwyneth Paltrow... Well, do you think, though, it's that... And everyone's guilty of it. Mm. That would never happen to me. Mm. That happens to other people. Maybe. You know, even yeah. even when you are that elite, I think you think... Ooh. Ugh. Glad you know, I'm not them. Yeah. Mm. You know, and then all of a sudden you turn around, you're like, oh, here I am. Because Gwyneth must have watched some of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. And I don't think you could miss it, was exactly. the problem with that. I didn't want to know anything about it. And <laughs> no. yet I knew every single thing that happened. I, you were bombarded, weren't you? I know. Yeah. And I, we had this conversation when it came out. It was like it, it flooded our feeds mm. and, and it was very much skewed. 
To Johnny. To Johnny, yeah. yeah. And then women, I think women were getting stuff that was skewed more to, to Amber. Amber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a weird, it was like the the power of the people because people were actively doing that, yeah. skewing it all, skewing all the algorithms. Yeah. And Is now, she um, having an issue with Chris Martin or something? No. <laughs> no. How could you have an issue with Chris Martin? He is a delight. Mm. Uh, no, she's in uh, court at the moment for this uh, ski trial. So uh, a while back in 2016, she was skiing and um, there was a collision. Uh, I, I don't know how much I can say because it's in court, but then again, it's in America because I say what I want. Uh, there was a collision. The man claimed that she hit him and then it was a hit and run. She just left him there and he has suffered uh, debilitating injuries since then. He's a retired optometrist, can't work anymore. She then went, nah, 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 I'm counter suing you because I think you hit me. And so now we're in court and they're arguing about the ins and outs of who did what and why and who is at fault and who needs to play. Now, he's going for money because um, I imagine... Look, I, there well, he would doesn't be... want any of her beauty products. No, that's true. All, all he wants is one candle, mate. He just wants one candle. <laughs> be worth it. Yeah, that's that's it. something expensive. That's apparently. true. Now he is. He's so. And I guess you know, if you did, if you did hit a famous person or had an interaction with a famous person where you thought that you could wring a bit of cash out of it, you'd probably go for it. You know. Look, I imagine <laughs> if. If you get rear-ended even here in Brisbane mm. and it's a 1987 Toyota Corolla mm. or a 2023 Maserati, your neck's going to be much sore from the Maserati collision, even if it was exactly the same amount of force. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I, I never bought one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's in, as it is in America, there's, there's a funny thing in America, and I think he's done this as well, because, and that's what Johnny did. There are certain states where it's not legal to film court proceedings, but there are certain states where that is completely fine. And Johnny made a specific point of saying, I want this trial to be here. I think they both did. I want this trial to be in this state so it can be yeah. televised so people can see how bad she is. And she said, so people can see how bad he is. And it backfired on both of them, yeah. really. So Gwyneth's trial is being um, is being televised. And again, people are loving it. They're watching it and they're memeing it. And she took to the stand uh, this week and her response to uh, the uh, lawyer's question has gone viral and she is getting roasted because he's claiming that he is um, very hurt and ongoing injuries. Mm -hmm. Here's the damage that was caused by this man to one Gwyneth Paltrow. Is it true that you feel it's unfair that Mr. Sanderson has brought this case against you? I do. And he has deterred you from enjoying the rest of what was a very expensive vacation. Well, I lost half a day of skiing. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what your counsel has argued as well, that you lost, a, you had a full day pass, but you can only ski a half a day. Yes, I went back down after lunch. Okay, right. And that's when you had lunch and you got a massage. Yes. What a nightmare. What an absolute nightmare. I think we should get a GoFundMe going. Because <laughs> half a day. But I did get it. I snuck in a massage. <laughs> that was the other bit. Where were the kids? With the ah, nanny. I don't know. With the nanny. I don't know. Uh, and this comes about because uh, oh. uh, Busy Phillips, who used to be on Freaks and Greeks, has just uh, posted a uh, Instagram thing with her and a friend drinking a, an espresso martini. And the caption says, well, we lost half a day skiing. <laughs> And everyone's gone on that bandwagon. They want to see uh, Ryan Murphy's American Crime Story. I lost half a day skiing. 
They should. This American Life should do a podcast on it, on the theft of the half day of skiing. Oh, my God. First world rich people problems. It's eh? half a day, mate. Yeah, like, sorry. Come on. And you know what? Life's short. It is. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks. Your chance to win $10,000 tomorrow, the 29th of March. Here are your answers to win $10,000. Bondi, banana, and Beyonce. Very good. Mm -hmm. There we go. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. Your day was made better by Stav, Abby and Matt. Now search dog parks to find out how Brisbane City Council is making Brisbane better too.